Hey guys, and welcome back to Paranormal Hotline Podcast, the weekly paranormal podcast where we talk about ghosts, goblins, and goths. My name is Kaylee, and I'm joined by my co-host, Ashin. Hello. And this week on the podcast, we're going to be taking a look at some Reddit ghost stories. Ooh. We picked some stories that we thought you guys would find interesting, that we found interesting, that are just kind of funny and just kind of a little bit weird. Yeah, we're yeah, they're going to be interesting. <laughs> and we're excited to share them with you guys. I think people are a lot more likely to be open about ghost stories on Reddit. They're, they're, you're kind of, it's kind of anonymous, really, isn't it? So it's kind of a bit more... It is. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of that kind of uh, alter ego sort of, or, you know, you can, you know, on the internet, nobody knows you're a dog, <laughs> you know. <laughs> All these ghost stories are written by dogs. There's a degree of safety about it. <laughs> yeah, there is. There's definitely um, a bit of, I, I feel like like, pe- like people on Reddit are a lot more open about paranormal experiences. Some are a little too open, to be honest. <laughs> Some of these stories <laughs> should definitely be kept to themselves, but, uh, we're going to read them out on the podcast instead. <laughs> yeah, but if you guys are enjoying the podcast, please consider leaving us a review wherever you listen to it. Uh, it really helps us out and helps other people find the podcast too. And you can also support the podcast on Patreon as well. You can gain access to the Discord where we chat about all kinds of things, the episodes, and you can share your paranormal experiences. And it's all good fun. So you can do that at patreon.com forward slash paranormal hotline podcast. Um... Yeah, I'm excited for this. I I love because I mean, mm. do you ever are you on Reddit very often? Uh, I browse it from time to time, kind of yeah. w- when you have nothing else to do. I would definitely browse it a lot, and I read all these stories <laughs> as they're going up. Um, it's definitely one of my favorite things to do because you just you just get like I said unfiltered people's paranormal experiences, and like most of them are just they can be explained. I'll put it that way. <laughs> It could definitely be explained yeah. either by something obvious, like, you know, p- people can post things like, my fridge is making a noise. <laughs> it's like, Fridges yeah, do that. they do that. So, yeah, it's not really paranormal. I still love reading them, though. It's great. So do you want to kick us off mm. with the first story? Yeah, okay. <clears throat> this one is called... I saw a gnome, but I don't think I was supposed to see him. Uh, classic. (laughs) There's a certain awareness there, and I love it. When I was still in elementary school, me and my family used to spend all summer at my great-uncle's house. Me and my family slept in the same room, except for my sister, who'd sleep on a bed in the living room, and my great-uncle, who'd sleep in his own room. That one was a pretty normal day. We went to the beach, we ate some pizza, and then, at around 10 o'clock, we all went to sleep. At around 4am, I suddenly woke up because someone was throwing things around in the kitchen. Plastic cups, containers, food... Etc. The door was open so I was able to see the light coming from the kitchen So when I had enough of all the noise I got up from bed At first something seemed off I thought I could be having some sort of strange dream And as any rational kid would do I tried to see if I could bend fire like an avatar of the last airbender (laughs) As (laughs) you do (laughs) That's always my first thought whenever I'm like Am I dreaming? I couldn't, I wasn't dreaming My father wasn't in his bed But I didn't care much since maybe he was just in the bathroom my great uncle was fairly old and had trouble sleeping at night, so I thought I thought he just went into the kitchen to get some water. 
Uncle, uncle, are you alright? All this noise woke me up. I said while making my way to the kitchen. To my surprise, the room was empty, but the light was on, and the fridge was open, with a can of coke laying in front of it. What? I thought. I looked up to the shelf that was to my right, and I saw what was making the noise. Some sort of short creature, about 30 centimetres tall, a gnome you'd say, was looking at me, terrified. I was terrified because I saw him. I thought to myself, he's going to hurt me. I better... I better if I fake to faint. And so I did. What? Oh no. After, after a couple of seconds, I opened my eyes and I saw that it wasn't in the kitchen floor anymore. I was in a strange colourful tunnel. What? I got scared again and closed my eyes one more time. After a minute that felt like eternity, I reopened them and I was laying in my bed. There were still sounds coming from the kitchen, but I was scared and I just waited for them to stop. Before sunrise, they did. This wasn't the only encounter I had with that dude, but I never saw it again. I'd only hear him because I was and am too scared to see him again. I don't know what he was doing exactly, but I'm sure I wasn't supposed to see him. Is that it? No. That's it. Did he not give any description as to what the creature looked like? He was 30 centimeters tall. That's it. That's all we get. It was 30 centimeters That's tall. <laughs> and angry by the sound of it. <laughs> but like, oh my God, this sounds like it was written by like Steven Spielberg or something. This is, f- oh, th- no. What? That doesn't make any no, sense. No, but, but what gets me is so in the comments for this one. Right. A lot of people report that either in their folklore or known to their them or like their families is this like s- small like little gnomes that yeah. they'd see okay that's it <laughs> that's it that's it um <laughs> that's nuts so like from the perspective of the gnome this is what happened like you're raiding you're raiding some old guy's fridge right old guy you know doesn't mm. have any kids and a kid walks in you make eye contact with this kid and the kid pretends to faint not actually faints, <laughs> pretends to faint, and then you, you what, take him back to your colorful cave, and then he wakes know. up and then faints again, so you take him back, put him in the bed, and you continue to raid the fridge. That doesn't make any sense to me. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. It, it starts off and it seems very much kind of like, you know, I'm not sure if you've ever had one, but like a waking dream. I or haven't like personally terrors. ever had one. Not properly. But yeah, it does kind of have night terror uh, vibes to it, especially. But like, yeah, it's because I know it is possible that when you have night terrors, you can actually dream about having woken up and walked out of the room and stuff. It's not just like most of the yes. time it's you're you're kind of like stuck in the bed, you're lying flat and you can't move. You just can't move your body. But some people actually have the sensation of getting up and walking around before they experience stuff. So yeah, you are right. That can happen. Yeah. So like, I used to get them when I was very young and so did my brother oh we, really like, but we, we would be up and about but oh. uh, you know in these waking dreams you'd be hallucinating um, and like I, c- I can't imagine how terrifying that is the first time as a parent <laughs> like <laughs> your son is haunted <laughs> did you ever see anything weird um, one time I went downstairs and all the houses the, the, all the walls of my house were made of playing cards like these giant playing cards and then they were building like um, like the space shuttle Discovery <laughs> like in in the house and I freaked out because it was too big to go outside to like you go out the, to to get out the door you were able to get it out okay yeah so you're gonna have to knock yeah. down your house of cards to 
to put yeah. the space shuttle outside. You're a weird yeah. kid, man. You know that? <laughs> yeah, glad I grew out of it. Uh, yeah, that was a great story, though. Um, so yeah, I- and I liked that the, the comments were wholesome. They were very much, yeah, we see these things too. So that's out there as well. Yeah, yeah. We talk about um, uh, fairies and stuff in Irish culture a lot, but. Um, they're often thought of like when you think of a fairy you think of, like the small little like Tinkerbell kind of fairy but they were mm. actually like normal sized humans weren't they in most oh, cases yeah, yeah. anyway they were just like normal people just that the term fairy kind of got turned around a bit somehow into short people nowadays I suppose like the concept of an Irish fairy I suppose in English you'd say fae yeah like that whole sort of uh, just like an otherworldly person yeah 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 trying to trick you Interesting story. All right, you ready for a spooky hmm. ghost's tale? Dun, Let's dun, go. Dun. This one is just titled I think I saw a ghost. Pretty pretty standard. To the point. Yeah, yeah. Me and my best friend always go to a house in the countryside in the middle of nowhere. There's literally nothing for miles. It's our drinking house. The house has been in her family for generations upon generations. Many of her great-grandparents, etc., died and lived in this house. Now, it's not got anyone living there. Still standing, still water, still electricity. We have huge parties there and occasionally go there, just the two of us, for our own mini-parties. There has been multiple weird things that have happened in that house over the course of our parties. One time, I drank too much and passed out at the party. When I woke up in one of the bedrooms at 3am, the party was still going on, and I could not find my shoes anywhere. After 30 minutes of drunk searching, I found them on top of a bookshelf in the corner of the room. No one said they put them there, and I sure as hell didn't, as I can't reach that high. <laughs> hmm. The second thing... I, th- I think... <laughs> go on. No, I'm not going to start critique no, until no, no, it's go over. No, 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 go on, go on. <laughs> I mean, like... <laughs> you can do a lot when you have a few yeah. scoops in you, you know? <laughs> I've done dumber shit than put my shoes on a shelf while drunk. <laughs> just, you, you just yeet them up there, like, you know. <laughs> you do dumb shit when you're drunk. Dirt. You surfed down awful a stairs adventures. using your chest as a surfboard. It was the safest way to get down the stairs. It absolutely was not. But that's drunk it logic. Was. That's what happens. Um, yeah. The second thing happened last night. It was just me and my friend casually drinking there and we had some nice music going on the speakers playing some beer pong it was a fun night i must have drank too much because i don't remember any of the following my friend told me this morning that last night i claimed to have seen a man follow her up the stairs behind her and that i wondered what they did together upstairs and questioned her when she came downstairs again apparently i was very insistent on having seen this man follow her and she got so scared of what I was saying that she hid in her bat bedroom for the rest of the night and the party was over. I know myself and I know that I, if I was blacked out at the time, I wouldn't be saying it as a prank or to try and scare her. Because it's just not how I am when I'm drunk. <laughs> and now, even thinking about it, it's like I'm getting flashbacks and I'm recalling the part where I seen a man follow her up the stairs. I don't know, I think I'm freaking out a, lo- a lot about it because we always just get weird vibes in that house. We've never seen anything until last night, and apparently that was only me. It was just a weird sense that someone is watching you constantly. Is it normal to have ghost sightings when you are drunk? Does it make you more likely to see something? 
what do you think of that do you think like it is more likely to because like people say you see ghosts and stuff at night or like you know in scary places and stuff because you're more vulnerable do you think that because you're drunk you could be more susceptible to seeing a ghost well i think it kind of it adds with those other two things yeah so like where are you going drinking at you know when is it when are you going out to a party like probably nighttime where are you going in a house that we know kind of a lot of people have like lived in yeah yeah probably haunted sort of vibe but then so like if you're preloaded with that and then you're drinking so like you're definitely a bit more you know loose to to snap to things like do you think you're more likely to like think. imagine it or do you think it's you're more likely to, to experience something do, do ghosts uh like look from drunk people that, yeah that's what i mean i don't know because i haven't really heard of it much more i've heard of like you know again the fairies coming for you yeah <laughs> i was just gonna say my, my grandfather had a story before where he was walking through a field after a night of drinking and he was walking home and mm. he decided to go through this field as a shortcut he said it was pitch black and just like a couple of meters ahead of him you could see like like the flickering of a candle but just hovering in the air just this flame and mm. he was chasing he said he was chasing it all night he was running around the field until morning time came and the, the flame disappeared and then he went back home <laughs> he claimed it was the uh, the jack-o'-lantern like you know the whole jack-o'-lantern story yeah yeah but it sounds more like a wisp. Yeah, it does. Yeah, to go back to like do ghosts, I don't think ghosts particularly would like unless like that's one of like the ghost triggers. So like maybe the ghost is a, a man that was good for the drink, like. Oh, he just wants yeah. To party. That's a good one. I didn't think of you that. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's um, something kind of spooky about walking up the stairs anyway. Even if I'm in a place that's not haunted and I'm is. by myself walking up stairs. I'll be scared there's oh, someone I run behind upstairs. me. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I take take those steps two at a time, you know, get up there. <laughs> but like then the faster you run up the stairs, the more freaked out you kind of get as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's the same with hallways though. Yeah, some hallways. They're just like they're strange places. Yeah. Yeah. Especially if there's like a mirror at the end of the hallway. Ugh. Yeah, yeah. Um yeah, that's the end of my my one. Um the comment section just kind of says a lot about being drunk and vulnerable around ghosts but yeah it seems like uh, a twist on the fear like you know after after a, a long night you know oh yeah the fear gets you <laughs> i think you should explain the fear to our american audience <laughs> i don't know if that's the thing okay, over there so the fear is is you've been out the night before and maybe you've had a few too many drinks and <laughs> In the morning afterwards, like like in this story, you start remembering things, uh, and the crossover of your hangover, feeling bad about yourself to the sore head, and then just the these these little memories coming through of I said that to that, I I, you know, I I did that. There's I went down worse. the stairs on my chest, you know. <laughs> it, it, it just, it all adds up, uh, and it's just this this wave of anxiety that hopefully leaves you kind of midday. But Genie Mac, it can stick with you. <laughs> it's traumatizing. <laughs> oh, it's awful. Yeah, that's the fear. But also mix fear. that fear with the fear of a ghost. <laughs> that was it. So like the fear with like an actual like. But actual fear. fear. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nice. Something to be really afraid of. <laughs> yeah, so I, I have another ghost story. Um, I think it's a bit wholesome. Oh, nice. Those are so, the best ghost so stories. It, 
Mm, bit of a bit of a friendly ghost situation, I think. But we'll see. We'll see. The ghost helps out on the farm. I already love I grew it. Up, <laughs> I, I grew up on a small farm in south central Pennsylvania. Our house was built in the mid to late 1800s and had several occupants before my parents moved in, one of which we believe stuck around after his death. We called this entity Joe after a farmer that lived there that was killed in an accident not far from the house. Both my family and several friends had seen Joe around the property. Joe, Joe would appear in a window. <laughs> Sorry, go on. Maybe. I don't think so. Um, <laughs> Joe would appear in a window of the old barn before the barn was destroyed. He would also make his presence known around the house, moving things, whispering, and occasionally manifesting himself for people to see. He appeared for a group of people that we had visiting in the early 90s. This was faculty from a boarding school my mother thought at. Several of the teachers asked who the old man standing on our second floor balcony was. They all thought he was a new teacher at the school, but when they asked my mom. I went to show her the man. He was gone. My first time seeing Joe was also in the early 90s. I had heard him and seen things moving on their own since I was a kid, but never actually saw him before. This was when I was in high school, maybe grade 9 or 10. I was homesick for the day. My parents were both at work and my brother was off at college. We lived at a crossroads in a two-story house on five acres of land. At the time, we had a small barn with a large pasture for several sheep and goats. The windows of my second floor bedroom overlooked the barn and pasture to the north and the crossroads to the west. At one point in the early afternoon, a noise caught my attention. I peeked out the window to see what it was. The animals had somehow opened one of the gates and escaped the pasture. I groaned and got dressed to get them back in the fenced area. I was sick and did not want to deal with this. Before leaving my room, I looked out the window again and to my surprise, saw a man herding the animals back into the pasture and latching the gate. He was older, maybe in his 60s or 70s, wearing glasses, black pants and suspenders with a white button-down shirt. When he was done, he turned to look directly at my window, smiled and waved, then started walking towards the road. I watched him walk off in disbelief. When I couldn't see him anymore from the window, I went to the other window to see where he was going. He had disappeared. There was no sign of him walking down the road. There was no vehicle that he could have arrived in. There was also no time for him to have gotten into a vehicle and driven off. He was just gone. I haven't seen Joe since then, but my parents still live there and report that he's still around, making his presence known with his whispering and playful moving of objects. Yeah, the bit of that story that really freaked me out was Joe turning and looking at the guy in the window. Or the person in the window. Yeah, it's the kind of acknowledgement is always a bit. I don't like that. Yeah, the it's creepy like, part in these stories. How did how did the ghost know it was being watched? You know, uh, but otherwise it seems convenient. I mean, if there was nobody home and the animal, the animals got out and Joe just fixed it, that would be nice. Yeah, legend. You know. Yeah, yeah. Just sorting you out. Joe's got your back. Well, what I like is that a lot of the time we get these stories where a ghost is like malevolent or like a pest. Yeah. But here is he's kind of super, super helpful, actually. And makes you wonder, it's like a lot of, the, you know, the whole idea of a ghost, like not having finished business. Yeah, yeah. Was the barn, like, was there trouble on the farm or was it that he just loved it so much that he kind of hung around? Because, like, he's quite happy sounding as a ghost. Yeah, he seems to be quite happy. I would say it's because a lot of farmers do take a lot of pride in their work. Like, their work is their life, yeah. really. Um, like, a, a good farmer, like, loves his animals. 
Yeah, I know a lot of farmers who don't bother even marrying or anything like that. Their whole life is the farm. So it doesn't mm. shock me at all that a, a farmer would be a ghost and sticking around and still helping out on the farm. That makes total sense to me. Yeah. I hope you're ready for this next story because I'm excited to read it. <laughs> okay. It is one of my favorite topics and it is just called... I saw a skeleton. <laughs> I, I love skeletons. I don't know what it is. I think it's because of a scary movie. Did you ever see <laughs> scary movie two when Cindy's I being chased? I haven't seen any of the scary movies. <laughs> anyway, on with the story. I had to have only been about five or six, but I still think about it almost every other night. I'm 18 now. It was me, my mom, and my sister all sharing a bed together. We all had passed out. But in the middle of the night, my mom left the bed because who would want to share a bed with two children? <laughs> this was a regular thing for her to do. At about seven in the morning, while the whole house was still asleep, I opened my eyes to realize that I was all the way on the opposite side of the bed from where I fell asleep. I was up against my sister on the edge of this king-sized bed. I went to roll over to get away from my sister when I locked eyes with it. It was sitting crisscrossed. He had brown bones ripped jean shorts and eyes in his skull <laughs> it was a skeleton <laughs> he was sitting right next to me scare staring at me i froze the only thing i thought to myself to do was to close my eyes and roll back over i couldn't believe what i saw until about 10 seconds later when i could feel it crawling off the bed so I stayed frozen i stayed frozen for about an hour until i could hear my mom's voice from the other room as soon as I heard her, I screamed because I knew she would immediately come and check on me. Then I knew I would be safe. After she came into the room, I explained everything to her. I told her she has to believe me. I really saw it. Since then, I haven't had any incidences remotely close to that. I've always told the story to a good amount of people. Most people say they believe me, but you can tell, <laughs> but you can tell they don't. I'm really just curious if anyone had any experiences close to mine. So. That's terrifying. Uh, it's just creepy. <laughs> but a, a the skeleton thing that with got jorts. me. <laughs> <laughs> That's the detail that was like, I have to read this out. It's sitting crisscross, like <laughs> its legs are crossed, <laughs> with jorts on, and it has <laughs> eyes in its in the eye sockets. Yeah. Skeletons with eyes are way more freaky, I think. Yeah, yeah, they are. How can they blink? I don't get it at all. It doesn't make any sense. No. Very dry eyes. Yeah. Uh, all the comment section is pretty much like, you know, I, th I think it was protecting you. Um, another person said they had a skeleton standing over their bed. And similar enough experiences, a skeleton in their room. But I think a lot of it is uh, sleep paralysis. This one, I definitely want to chalk up yeah. sleep paralysis. Um, I think so. Especially like they didn't react or get up or anything they literally went back to sleep and that's kind of what happens with sleep paralysis yeah it's that like oh what will i do i'll go back to sleep so yeah you yeah. don't you're not immediately kicking into your fight or flight i just <laughs> i still just love the jorts the jean jorts. shorts on this thing like that's just yeah. such a random detail to spot even like i think if i was sitting there and a, and a an actual Skeleton was looking at me. I don't think I would even notice the jorts. That's not what I would be looking for. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like it's kind of like that. You know that dream awareness where like you mightn't necessarily you might like something mightn't be obvious, but you would know very clearly like the meaning behind something. 
Do you think that if somebody like if <laughs> when somebody dies, does their body they wear jorts? Like say say if this skeleton hypothetically was somebody who died in a fire or something and they lost all their skin, but their jorts mm. survived <laughs> the fire somehow. Fire retardant gene pattern. Do you think their ghost would look mm. like a skeleton or do you think it would look like them when they were alive? It's a lot of eyes in its skull though, so it still doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm very skeptical about like skeletons uh, as like man of like I suppose you can like if it's a ghost it can be whatever it wants to look like. I I would but, love to encounter a skeleton. That's my dream. But like I don't think encountering a real skeleton that can move is a is a thing. <laughs> it doesn't make sense to me. I want to just punch one in the head and then it will make that noise, you know, that skeleton noise when the bones all fall. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> and then I'll I'll Fortnite dance over it, and it'll be great. But then I can die happy, and then I'll be a skeleton. You're coming back it's to all the skeleton. <laughs> it's all coming together. <laughs> I'm specifically yeah, gonna come back as a skeleton ready. with with jorts on. Yeah. You should and, you should go one up and go like the jorts and also like the uh, the armless denim jacket. And I'll have a mullet too. <laughs> Yeah, perfect. Yeah, I really like that story. I love those kind of stories. And I'm so glad that people yeah. actually go on to Reddit to share these things. What, what, what would my wonderful. life be if I didn't hear the story about this kid who <laughs> experienced a skeleton with jorts? Next it, time I get drunk, greatly... I'm going to be paranoid about a skeleton with jorts chasing me now. Man, I'm kind of jealous that you had uh, night terrors and stuff, though. I never really experienced anything. Like, I have had kind of night terrors, but I always kind of knew it was happening. No, it's, let me tell you, it is one of the most unpleasant feelings that you can have. Really? That it, bad? Like, yeah. No, I, I, have you ever been like so anxious you start like just like wringing your hands and you don't really realize you're doing it, but you're like, whoa, my hands feel really weird. It's like, cause I'm actually like squeezing the shit out of them. I, it used to be like that, but you'd feel it also in your eyes. Oh. It was horrendous. Like, like I used to always find myself, I, I used to get down like to the downstairs bathroom and just like continuously wash my hands. Well, I kind of half asleep to try wake up. Oh, that's weird. And like splashing water on my face, and like it, it felt I think emotionally more than physically. Like I was like you know at my eyes a lot, trying to like, uh, like uh, rub them clear or something like that. But like tear my eyes out maybe I don't know. But that's how it felt. It was very mo like because you know you'd be screaming and bawling, crying a lot of the time maybe as well. Okay, uh, never mind. Yep. Yeah, I mean, they all Damn. cleared up after we got the priest involved in the exorcist. <laughs> That's a joke. As long as you don't uh, have jorted skeleton. What if you were drunk, right? You were drunk and you're walking up the stairs and you turn around and there's a skeleton with jorts following you up the stairs. Oh, I see. That's your major first mistake. No way would I be walking up the stairs. I'd be running. <laughs> You'd be surfing down it on your chest. <laughs> I'd like to see a skeleton in jorts catch me on the stairs. That's where I'm fastest. I really want to see a skeleton in jorts, like on your back, riding you like a surfboard down a stairs now. If there's any artists listening who want to draw an artist rendition. <laughs> I, I would pay for that. I'd pay for that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it specifically has to have jorts on and maybe mullet just for uh, creative yeah. purposes. <laughs> so we, we have a Patreon. And that's, uh... <laughs> anyway, that is everything we have time for this week, guys. Uh, I hope you enjoyed that episode. If you like hearing the Reddit stories, let us know. 
Um, but again, you can follow us on Twitter if you want to keep up to date with all the episodes. Uh, you can follow us on Spotify too, which also kind of helps us out. And if you are listening to the podcast on anywhere that has a review system, you can review the podcast there and it really, really helps us out. Yeah, we'll see you guys next week for the next episode. Bye. See you then. Bye-bye.